everyone, and welcome to Highly Meditated. I'm Danny, and today I have my best friend JC here recording the first episode with me. Hey there. <laughs> <laughs> so we're laughing because uh, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> and I haven't even made a trailer for the show yet. Um, but I figured today we would just talk about JC and we talk a little bit about Reiki and intuition and whatever else comes up. <laughs> <laughs> so, JC, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, yeah. So, I I guess where do you where do you even start? So, I live in Chatek, Wisconsin. Um, good old Chatek. Good old Chatek. Kind of in the middle of nowhere, but um, it's a really happening place. Um, so. I work in human resources, um, and I don't know what else do you wanna. What else do you wanna know? Um, what would you say our friendship is like? Um, I'd say our friendship at first was uh, kind of forced. So <laughs> <laughs> it started. It started with um, to go way back. We were in the same class together, um, multi-age group class. That's very important. Um, in kindergarten and first grade. So, um, we were just kind of like existing near each other. Um, we didn't really like interact that much. I know we like people to think that we've been best friends ever since then, but it just wasn't the case. Um, so we ended up working together and I remember like, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to get this girl to be like, if not my best friend, my friend. Um, because I remember you know, walking in and you always just, you know, kind of giving me like the resting bitch face. And I was a little bit intimidated, but then I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to crack her. I'm going to break her and we're going to, you know, have this like magical friendship. I just kind of know it. Um, so <laughs> just kind of what like my intuition told me. Um, and, and this, then... so this was like the troubled teen version of me, by the way. So like super huge attitude issues, crabby all the time, <laughs> and a hardcore Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, praying rosary all day every day. Um, but we can't we can't forget where we came from, right? <laughs> it's, it's all part of the growth process of, exactly. of life. Yeah. So, um, so our first few shifts together, I think that you were kind of like, can you like stop? smiling and stop trying to pry <laughs> probably <and laughs> I probably thought you were like a sinner <laughs> yeah. yeah my I, I would probably talk too much about my atheist upbringing and yeah and my hippie parents and you know so anyway I don't really know what clicked or what happened but some point along that road I feel like we kind of um just like clicked and became best friends and I don't really know I don't know what it was I don't know either we just all of a sudden we would decide to go like shopping together after work or something yeah or go to coffee talk yeah and then it was just like I don't know we were just best friends there was never like an announcement like hey you're my best yeah. friend no never it was just like we always bonded yeah and then you went there were like the North Carolina years yeah we, we, we would, just kind of knew yeah we would have text beers. <laughs> yeah. Text beers are when you're watching the same Netflix show at the same time and drinking beer together. 
separately. Like before the <laughs> days of Snapchat and really before like people use FaceTime all that much, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I had like an Android. We would just text <laughs> we would text about it. Yeah. Instead of, you know, like what everyone does now. So um yeah. <laughs> um that's kind of the gist of it though. Yeah. Um so, yeah, now I live in Hudson, Wisconsin. So, like, I don't know, an hour and a half or something. Yeah. Whatever. <clears throat> um, so, we've been planning today for, like, a month. Because we're going to go TJ Maxx shopping after this. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Breast Friends Day. Can we yeah. say that on here? I don't yeah, know we call that. it Breast Friends Day, <laughs> which was supposed to be Best Friends Day. And then at one point, we got a typo in our text messages, and it just became Breast Friends Day. Typo? Which it's probably more accurate anyways. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> we always have to be unique, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like we always make, make weird things like that into a thing. I know. Like, yeah. Matt, my husband's name is Matt, but one day autocorrect changed it to Mart, and he's been Mart ever since. Yeah, I just call him Mart. So. I don't think he likes it, especially when I call him Walmart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he cares. But <laughs> Mart. We'll call him Mart just because, <laughs> just for the record, his name, he is a Matt, but Mart. Um, Mart is um, my husband, who is um, six years my senior, but actually acts like sometimes I could be, you know, the mother to a 12-year-old, um, which always keeps life interesting, right? You have to have that. Um so that's that's one of the ways that our life stays interesting. Um, Mart's on the road a lot. Um, he's a he's in sales, so he's you know going going going, and he's also a fireman. So you got to get that civic duty in somewhere. <laughs> um, and he likes to cook. Sometimes it gets you know a little interesting, a little too creative. But um, no, you guys are great hosts. Like, you have the best <laughs> food always. And it seems like you guys both love cooking it. Yeah. And it's we like, do. I don't know. Is it like a fight for you guys for who cooks? Yeah, it's kind of funny because I think a lot of people fight about, like, one person doesn't cook enough. But we, yeah. he actually gets upset when I'm already cooking dinner when he walks <laughs> in the door after work. So. That's so funny. I guess it's something we should be thankful for. But, mm-hmm. you know, we're still... Um, we, we can't quite get past that, you know, we both want to be in control in the kitchen sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's funny to watch. Yeah. But yeah, we love hosting and we love having people over and, you know, drinking beers by the fire and... Drinking beers and talking shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. And when we say shit talking, we don't actually mean like talking bad about people. No. Right? We just mean we like just mean shooting the shit. Shoot, yeah. Shooting the shit hanging out so yeah yeah it's great we have a a great little life that's yeah you know you do and so um is there any news you have Mm. to share yes and we're having it we've made a child so it's not here yet (laughs) it's a he um so he'll be here in june so it's crazy to say that um next month we'll have a baby yeah, holy but shit. I know, I know. But at the same time, it's kind of felt like, um, you know, it's just it doesn't feel that like strange or like that much of a life change. It just kind of feels like sort of like the next natural step 
and I don't mean step in like this is what you're supposed to do with your life kind of thing. I mean, like it just feels like I've been telling you this whole time I've been pregnant. Like I feel like I've done this before. It's really crazy. Yeah. Well, also you just handle your life changing situations like I don't know how you do it it's insane you just like know exactly what to do and when to do it oh well it doesn't always feel like that but I I think there's you know just kind of how you're brought up I guess too right like yeah maybe I don't know but Um, yeah I've always kind of gone with my gut I guess (laughs) so it's great so speaking of going with your gut How's your intuition been lately? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'd say, I mean, lately it's been, it's been really easy to listen to. I think that, I think, you know, having intuition and being able to like actually listen to your intuition are two very different things. Mm. You know, it's just kind of like when people talk about like having faith, right? Mm-hmm. So not saying that I'm necessarily like a religious person, but there is that like having faith concept. So you can't see it and only you know if you're going to be able to like really I guess go in that direction of feeling that. Do you know what I mean? Like for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you can, you either have it or you don't, right? But then it's... Yeah, I mean, it's like every person has intuition and some people are just better at it naturally Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and some people are really good at listening and some people are really bad at listening, I guess. But everybody truly is guided by like what you call the highest self or the best version of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also the part of you that's like connected to God and the rest of the world or the universe or whatever you believe. Mm-hmm. Um, just really any sort of higher power, and yeah, I mean it. It's what guides you through your life to make the right choices. Yeah. Um, in order to like fulfill your purpose, but yeah, I don't know. You you are so good at it. Like, <laughs> well, I think part of that is just like not letting other things speak higher than your intuition speaks because I think it's kind of a quiet voice a lot Mm -hmm. of the time, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not like, it's not like, you know, people have these grand, um, awakenings. It's not like that every time. I mean, you still have to use what you know to make your own choices. Right. Yeah. But it's also, you know, just like being in tune with that quiet voice that you have in the back of your mind sort of thing. And I think another big thing is um not letting like the voice of anxiety override the voice of intuition Mm -hmm. so you know saying like I like my worries so like I'm so worried that like my friend is driving in a really bad snowstorm I just know something bad is gonna happen so that's not necessarily intuition it's not like you know something bad is gonna happen it's like you're kind of concerned that's something, you know, could potentially happen, but not getting those voices confused. Totally. That like banter that goes on inside your mind. Totally. And I feel like those are the two that are the most easy to get confused. Yeah. Intuition and anxieties. Totally. And it even comes down to like almost your ability to judge character because sometimes you'll meet somebody and you truly do get a bad vibe off of them. And then there's other times you meet somebody 
and they don't necessarily have a bad vibe, but there's something about them that's like triggering you or you're projecting and then you're like, oh, I don't like them. They're not a good person. Mm. It's sort of the same thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then with that, there might be times when you just decide you don't like a person, but then you're yeah. like, wait, <laughs> do I have a reason? And what is that reason? And then you might come to find later that they're actually awesome and you really like them. For sure. Yeah. I think we've all done that before. It, it all, yeah, totally. Yeah. It, it, it goes so many different ways, but I yeah, know, I think those are all great. Those are all great, um, like surface points about it. Yeah. So, I mean, it obviously goes so much deeper than that, but it, it really is just like listening to your gut. Yeah. And being able to so, decipher that voice. Totes. Yeah. Totes. <laughs> so, well, um, I kind of want to like transition to the, this to being like, I guess, deeper because I feel like intuition is on a scale. And so mm-hmm. you have like going with your gut and then you have like <clears throat> knowing exactly what to do at exactly the right time. Mm-hmm. And then on the like the other end of the spectrum, you have psychic mediumship you know like Mm -hmm. you have the ability to talk to dead people Mm -hmm. or whatever yeah yeah so you definitely have like a way more grounded and physical intuition that makes me jealous (laughs) because my intuition is like it's all in my head like it's all because um like if you think about the seven chakras yeah um my head chakras so like my third eye and my crown chakra are super dominant compared to the rest of my body Mm -hmm. and so it keeps me from being grounded and I get like super um like I just have a lot of head energy Mm -hmm. and it's awesome because my meditation experiences are really spiritual and like I can even connect to my dad when I'm in deep meditation Mm -hmm. um but then there's other times where I just find myself off in a daydream yeah for like a week at a time yeah but um and so in my reiki certification yesterday actually it kind of just came up in conversation with Mm -hmm. our teacher Mm -hmm. and she said that really to be to be able to like practice reiki in your best possible way and even to use like intuition or spirituality at all it should really be more of like a whole body integration like being Mm -hmm. able to bring your head energy down into like the rest of your body Mm -hmm. because that's where it has to be like a whole body integration thing for it to be effective so definitely something I have to work on yeah I think it's so interesting that you know that that came up um I mean of course it makes sense and it it would only be natural to talk about that in that situation but you know we talk about how um just as a society and a culture like we're so head oriented you know Mm. like it's all um our bodies and our minds are so separate for sure and that's just like how our culture has taught us to be so um I think it's only natural that that's you know where for sure where you kind of start off or you know where so I mean so many people go through their lives not even understanding that there can be a mind-body connection. Right. Right? So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at 26, <laughs> knowing that that's something that you're going to work on is is great. Yeah, for sure. But – And she also talked about how, like, um, like psychics or the kind of women that you would, like – or not, not, not even women necessarily, but it just so happens that intuition is a feminine energy. And so mm-hmm. it's, like, 
a lot more women are psychics, it seems, than men. Mm-hmm. Or there's a lot more women that are into new age spirituality or healing than men just because of that feminine energy mm-hmm. about it. But anyway, so she said a lot of the people who are like psychics at shops or they're they're super woo woo Mm -hmm. it's because all of their energy is focused on their third eye chakra and their crown chakra and they just can't bring it back down into their body Mm -hmm. and that's what it turns people off to the whole thing you know yeah it makes it makes people think that it's bullshit (laughs) right just like really hard to relate to yeah for sure yeah so to not like be woo woo and yeah like ward people off you really have to figure out where like how to balance all of your energy Mm So does that make sense? That totally makes sense. Yeah. Like, um, I feel like sometimes, you know, you see people or you hear people talk about these sort of things and it like all comes at you like so full force. Like when you see like Harry Potter with his like magic wand, you know, it's like, it's like (laughs) a jolt of energy and it kind of like puts people back like, whoa, that's a little bit too much for me. I am not. I'm not on this. We are not on the same page at all right now. Whereas like if it's a, it's a full like composition, then it's more like natural, like the energy, how it is transferred is just like, it feels like a little bit more natural or like less abrasive. Totally. Because it's kind of coming from all levels and all angles, as opposed to just from like one, maybe more like, um, I don't want to say like selfish, point but like it makes sense to you where it's coming from right Mm -hmm. but it doesn't necessarily make sense to everyone else because it's not a like a whole package right I don't know I don't know like that's just kind of like yeah well because think about like yoga teachers yeah for example because they're super body oriented and that makes them more relatable so Mm -hmm. even if even if you're like a yoga teacher and you are you have reiki and you know you've you have like energy healing training and stuff like that like usually those people are super balanced and relatable mm-hmm. regardless of like where their energy is yeah most of the time yeah but yeah so I think it's like that's like the ideal person right just right. to have all of your right. energy evenly spread out and grounded yeah I think that's such an interesting I mean I've never really you know you think about these sort of things all the time but like I've never really thought about like having it evenly spread out yeah within your body and it totally well, makes well, sense that's because you do have your seat oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that but um yeah no that makes that makes a lot of sense so interesting when you start talking about it and diving yeah. into it so do you want to talk a little bit about your upbringing because I feel like yeah. that's what I mean obviously it made you who you are but I feel yeah. like that has a ton of or it I'm Oh my god, what am I trying to say? What the bleh? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like your upbringing made you like so grounded and intuitive. So, yeah, just yeah, just talk about it. Definitely. Um, so I was born to um two parents who decided right from the get-go that we weren't going to be like religious followers. Um, so, you know, they gave well they decided they weren't and then they let me decide whatever I wanted to be but like I wasn't um I wasn't baptized or anything we never went to church or did anything like with organized religion um we lived in um Washington when I was born so you know my parents kind of lived that lifestyle of like biking everywhere my dad had 
his master's in botany. So naturally, he was um, just a huge gardener and, you know, really tried to um, just get us outside as much as possible. I mean, along with my mom, she had her has her master's in biology. So she's, um, you know, on the same sort of track with that. So um, we spent a lot of time like hiking and biking and um, camping and just getting outdoors, digging in the dirt, playing in the garden, um, but not with any sort of, you know, my, my parents really only request from us was that we do, we do our best, like in, you know, in, in school and our extracurricular activities, but they didn't have expectations. Like you, you have to be in, in this sport or, you know, all you'll be, you know, more or less a failure in my eyes or, um, you know, they just kind of let us let us drive our direction that we wanted to go. Yeah, throughout have, life, you have really great parents. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Seriously. So, I mean, there's times where I think that they probably thought, like, "What the hell are we doing? This girl is just wild and sarcastic and just a, you know, a spoiled little princess at times." But I think that it all goes to show, like, you know, the way that everything ended up, um, I think that's all just kind of part of the journey, right? So sure. we, we have these, these roots that might be like more buried that, you know, we, everyone's a little bit selfish and can be a little bit of a certain way that's not necessarily desirable, but I think it all kind of evens out in yeah. the end. So, <laughs> and it's also just part of growing up. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, you know, they just kind of let that happen and, um, I definitely made some choices that were <laughs> not ideal along the way, <laughs> like but, what? um, I, well, I would say like my first, you know, other than like the occasional like partying and, and stuff like that, that I wasn't necessarily supposed to do. Um, you know, I got married young for the first time. Um, when you were like 19, 19. Yeah. And I think I could have, um, I don't think at that point I was necessarily listening to my intuition, but it was more, um, what do you call it? Like your ego, like my ego was kind of getting in the way. Like, yeah, I don't know because part of me still thinks that like, so actually the night that we were on that road trip and we yeah. were like in the hotel together. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like maybe you and Brett were like arguing. I don't really yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. But. I was like, are you sure you're, you're going to do this tomorrow? <laughs> and you're like, yes, I know I need to marry Brett. <laughs> and I think you were right. Like, yeah. that, that experience made you grow in so many ways. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like I was, like, very much in my adolescent at that point in my life. Yeah. So just, like, being driven by, um, like, I wanted to go live somewhere else. I wanted to go do something new. I really just, like, wanted to grow up and have my own house like away from college, away from roommates. Right. And I was just kind of like ready to have that, like, um, I don't know, that experience. Yeah. And it was obviously um, in so many people's eyes, like too soon. And it's not regrettable, you know, I don't say I don't regret what that at all. It was just a time when um, like my, my ego got in the way of my intuition. Um and I think if I would have really listened to my intuition, that's probably not how 
you know, my life would have gone. But like I said, it's not that it was regrettable in any way. Yeah. It was just kind of where my <laughs> where my 19-year-old self led me yeah. <laughs> to go. <laughs> oh, well. So, I know. I know. You live and you learn, right? For sure. <laughs> Had plenty of um, mistakes like that myself. Mm-hmm. So. But I, I didn't have a the upbringing that you had. (laughs) (laughs) I had a great upbringing. Yeah. It was just very different, Uh especially growing up Catholic. I was just like, you know, committed to the rules. And, you know, I still, I went through a huge chunk of years where I didn't know what God was and I didn't know what I believed in. And I was like, I don't know why the Bible would say that heaven and hell are real I, like, just didn't, like, understand why, for example, your baby has to get baptized to go to mm-hmm. heaven. Yeah. Know? And so I just kind of gave <clears throat> up on the whole thing. Yeah. Um, And just recently, in the last couple months, I've gotten back into being spiritual, and it's been great. And it's totally a different relationship I have with God now. So mm-hmm. it's great. But Yeah, and I think it's so interesting when you say that because, like, I found myself, like, feeling the same sort of things, too, when, you know, because I'd go to church with, like, friends or family members or whatever, and, you know, everyone was, like, raising their hands while they were singing a song, and, like, like, I went to this Bible camp, and people were, like, getting their feet washed by our camp counselor, and they were, like, bawling, and there was, you know, some symbol that, you know, correlated with the Bible, and I was, like, whoa, like, I don't feel any of this right now. Like, I actually don't understand how these people are you know having this much emotion from talking about this book that I knew was created by man I mean yeah yeah and I just like always had that but I kind of kept it to myself because you know my parents never pried one way or the other they just let me kind of like be who I was and you know form my own beliefs as to how it made sense to me um, but then I, I would listen to everyone else and like the, the older I got, the more I was like, this is just to me, this doesn't make any sense. Like I can take some parts of it and understand that like, okay, you know, like this is where I fit in and this is where I feel that like emotional or spiritual connection. And it's not to things that come directly from the Bible, because frankly, that's just a story that's created to help people under help people who are in their heads understand to understand like what the rights and wrongs are of you know like the the world and like what the general gist of religion is I don't know that's just kind of like how I that's how you see it from somebody who didn't grow up in a religious household or yeah like you were never given any ideas yeah so interesting because yeah as somebody who did grow up in a very religious mm-hmm. household and mm-hmm. went to church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for a long time, I really thought that the Bible was, like, the word of God. And in some ways yeah. it is, and I think there is a ton of really good healing and spiritual information in there. But ultimately, all of these religions were initially created to be used as tools to guide you connector to God Mm -hmm. or to guide you connector (laughs) to guide you to be more connected to God. Yeah. Yeah. And now they've just evolved into like a set of rules that you have to follow. Right. A set of rules that like realistically 
no nobody follows like the most like the ones that are deemed like the most important ones either you know I mean it's just it's just become this like unrealistic unrealistic kind of like book of guidelines yeah that yeah these are our opinions by the way yeah (laughs) (laughs) and we totally respect everybody else's opinions I don't I don't actually know how the conversation like came to this point but I don't know either I don't know I respect everybody's beliefs and everything like that these are just these are our opinions yeah formed from what we've experienced yeah absolutely and you know I think that the older um the older I get the and the more like the people I talk to who are religious have had their own time and space um to kind of like form their own ideas around their religion I think that there's a lot of people who would say I mean I don't I don't conform 100% to like and the the Christian religion necessarily or the Catholic religion like there's things that you know I I take from it and I go with and it's just kind of like your 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 faith that drives you you know so yeah I think it's it's really interesting how our adult minds let us kind of think that way. for sure but yeah <laughs> I don't know um, do you think that losing your dad has increased your intuition and your spirituality at all? Um, I would say totally because, you know, it was really funny. Um, not funny, I guess, but it was interesting. I was, my mom and I were walking, um, walking the dogs one day and my brother was just having a really hard time. I think this was last summer. So, um, my mom sent him a text and she said, you know, like, I think that your dad has always been kind of like your internal compass or your moral compass kind of thing. So, you know, if you had a question about life or, you know, if you didn't really understand how, you know, what, how you should react to a certain situation or get through a certain situation, you call your dad. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm the same, but you know, I think that I kind of being that, I can be stubborn or whatever. Sometimes I would just try to figure things out on my own, but I thought that was a really good point that my mom made because, you know, you, it's, it's really easy to kind of let someone drive that intuition or, you know, let someone else be your intuition. And I definitely did that with my dad. So I think that since losing him, um, I've been kind of forced to look externally in the world for like signs of him and signs that I'm following my intuition in the right way because I don't you know I don't have him to just call and say what should I do in this situation or what do you think about this or you know so Mm -hmm. I think that that's kind of like like a very like high level right description of like what it's been like over the past of course like year and a half way more intense experiences that you could talk about yeah yeah Oh, so uh, for our listeners, oh. JC and I both lost our dads within a year of each other or so. Yeah. So yeah, it's been really great having you. I know. In the process. I know. And well, you know, you just like never hope that this is the situation. Well, but. no. <laughs> <laughs> you never hope that. But yeah, it's been it's been kind of crazy that and just like what is the word? Pregnancy brain over here. Um. Just it just kind of solidifies the fact that like the universe totally brought us together and oh, forced yeah. you to be my friend. I know because <laughs> like where do you where would you know that would never happen to two people within right. less than a year. So um, yeah, we've talked about this before, but and you say the universe brought us together. Yeah, which is true. And yeah. I also think 
that God brought us together, but that's because what I that's what I believe. But so like looking back to us being 16 years old and working at Ellie's ice cream shop <laughs> and me being like the terrible teenager I was <laughs> and you being a super hippie teenager yeah. and me being like the Catholic that thought you were a sinner. The only way that we would have ever become this close is for us to be forced to spend time together. Yeah. Which is exactly what happened at work. Yeah. Like that's the only way that we would have been friends. Yeah. And now, and now just look at us. I know. <laughs> I know. It's totally true. And I also think um, that what you just said about, you know, like me calling it the universe, you calling it God is so interesting too, because like, you know, if you were to put a cat of uh, someone who is a cat of Catholic religion next to someone who is a Lutheran, um, they, they might, not be able to sit down and have this conversation, you know, mm, about yeah. like what their God does. And, you know, I, I understand that we come sure. from the same, um, it's the same roots that create that those like monotheistic religions, but like, there's so much that people like can't agree on still yet. Mm. We're here having this conversation. I'm calling it the universe. You're calling it God. I don't necessarily see it as God. You, you know, you it, it, it's just so interesting because we can sit here and have this conversation and understand where the other person is coming from, but also we're able to fully and completely respect the way the other views it, yeah. even though it's not coming from the same place. Yeah, for sure. It's the same concept but or also, idea. So I feel like my situation is weird too, because I've been spiritual since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And like, whenever I look at my, astrology or numerology information it always talks about how part of my life's purpose is to be a spiritual messenger because I have like just like by nature I'm just supposed to be strongly connected to God which is it's true because I remember as a kid like having thoughts of like I know Jesus Mm. or like you know Mm -hmm. or like Mm -hmm. I I'm friends with God Mm -hmm. like I remember having that sort of like weird four-year-old attitude (laughs) about it like I know God yeah (laughs) um but actually I think I just did know God I remember around the time where kids start saying like you can't see God Jesus isn't real because you can't see him how do (laughs) you know and I remember sitting in church and I was I don't know how old I was like 10 or something yeah um I remember after catechism one day, I was just like, okay, I am going to pray right now really hard. And so I prayed with like my whole heart and I was like, God, I know you're real, but it just keeps coming up that people say they can't see you. How do I know you're real? And like my hands like got so hot. They were Mm. like flushed, like they were sweating and my heart felt like it was about to beat out of my chest. Mm -hmm. And it was just like a huge, like full body rush of heat. And I was like, oh. That's my answer. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And occasionally he would answer me like verbally in a deep prayer or Mm -hmm. like if I was doing the rosary or something. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, so I guess those experiences contribute to the fact that I'm still spiritual now. Yeah. Even though I'm not Catholic. Yeah. You know. Totally. So, yeah. I think that it's so cool that, you know, you, you say that. Cause like, I look at myself when I was that age and I was like, you know, I would be like, there has to be more, there's totally, you know, energy that comes from like the trees and the plants and the flowers. 
And I know that somewhere in this universe, fairies are real. Mm. And (laughs) like, yeah, like my dad used to take us on like troll hunts. Oh my gosh. And we'd go like look for where the trolls would have lived. And, you know, so like that was my. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, I've been super into like, I want to see a fairy really bad. Yeah. And I don't know, whoever's listening, you probably think this is just (laughs) a bunch of fluff. But like, there's supposed to be fairies out there if you go deep into the woods and if you get into like a really meditative state that you've been in before and you can like connect to almost other dimensions you Mm. can see them like so I have a spiritual teacher Karen and um the last time we talked she was like really encouraging me to go connect with nature Mm -hmm. and she's like okay so you go do that this weekend Mm -hmm. and don't be surprised if you can hear the trees and you might even see a fairy it's like, like Karen, what? You're crazy. <laughs> yeah, but then I was like, actually, I think fairies are real because I see. Yeah. Sometimes in the woods, I'll see like little sparks. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, like I, I, I mean, like just like the energy that is kind of is there, but it's yeah. If this you're is, in the right mindset, it's more like this is the difference between. <laughs> Between me being in my head, like all my energy being in my head and you being grounded, <laughs> I'm a little bit too woo right now. Well, I don't, I, I mean, I don't think that it's like any, like anything like Fern Gully, you know. Oh my God, that or... was my favorite movie. <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily like that or like you build a fairy house and a fairy will totally live there. But like, I understand like the, the little like pixie energy that might be out there, that sure. sort of thing. And I, yeah. I also know that fairies and pixies are very different things yeah i don't know what a pixie is but i think they're like evil fairies kind of oh i don't know for I sure don't know. i don't know <laughs> but like so but i mean if you look at my little house plants over there yeah. and see how my dead jade leaves are like sprouting yeah. roots and stuff yeah. i always think that fairies are helping me or something yeah but i mean as you said it's like all living things have an energy mm-hmm. about them mm-hmm. it's called chi 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 <laughs> um so yeah Yeah, I mean, <laughs> should we talk about anything else? Um, okay. Well, <clears throat> with all of this, I think that was a great first episode. Yeah, so absolutely. thanks for coming on. I'm sure totally. I'll have you again, like 10 or 15 times. Yeah, you know, just give me a call. Maybe yeah. next time we'll be able to um, have some beers, too. Oh, while yeah, we, very soon. While we do this, because that's kind of a part of my spirituality. Mm. <laughs> yeah same that's so. definitely like mind body and spirit that's what beer mm-hmm. is for totally uh, well maybe not body i don't know <laughs> um belly but so yeah we're just gonna go have our breast friends day now mm-hmm. i can't wait to hit up tj maxx yeah well thanks for so, having me yeah i love you that was great <laughs> love you too <laughs> i hope it wasn't too woo for our listeners but i think a lot of what we talked about will be sort of a recurring theme on the show so stay tuned